It's just after 6 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. Ah, uh, KT Live, PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. It is a throwback Thursday with Brad Powers in studio. Lots of college football talk. We'll touch on the NFL. And, of course, we are PSBR Law Studios. Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Wednesday nights, always Steiner, 1750 North Buffalo, 103 in the Vegas Valley. But PSBR Law, the best in personal injury in Vegas, year number four. A long time in Southern California. Strength by your side, the relentless pursuit of justice. 702 area code, 830-9353. Jot it down. You may need it in the future. The best in personal injury, 830-9353, 830-9353, dot Panish, Shea, Boyle, Ravaputi. They are the best. Brian Panish, senior partner, great friend, and uh, one heck of a lawyer. Niners, 10-3. They lead the Giants Thursday night football. And we've got some things rolling before we uh, get rolling on all these college football games. And it starts something like this. Now, the starting five. Number one. Now, number one kind of switched after KT had his starting five. He then had to switch it. Why? Because at Dallas Cowboys practice today, their star cornerback Trayvon Diggs suffers a season-ending torn ACL in his left knee during practice today. That is a massive blow for a Cowboys team that got out of the gate looking solid in their first two games, beating up the Giants and the Jets. And uh, Cowboy fans, of course, looking forward to big things postseason-wise, but this is a big Shot in the foot right there. Trayvon Diggs suffering a season-ending torn ACL. He is out for the year, and that is major, and that's why that is number one. Number two. All right, we were wondering, you know, with the fire in Maui, and again, our prayers still with those folks over there as they try to rebuild uh, just a horrific situation there. But the Maui Invitational, we thought maybe it may move right here to Las Vegas. They announced today they'll just move it to Oahu, right there in Honolulu. So that'll be at the Lahaina Civic Center uh, next year. They're going to try and return it there if they can get everything situated by then, but they're going to move it over there where the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors play, uh, I believe, as well as Chaminade University. So they've got both those uh, places right there that they'll be able to use for games if need be, but that's what they said. They're going to keep it over there in Hawaii and uh, hope they can get some good revenue there and donate a lot of that to Hawaii and uh, over to Maui as far as for their cause. And that's a good, solid college basketball tournament headed uh, by Kansas. They will be there, Gonzaga, Purdue, Tennessee, Marquette, UCLA, Syracuse, and, of course, Chaminade in the 18 field. Number three. All right, I don't mind too much uh, when a guy gets suspended 162 games because that means Major League Baseball is making a stand. And J.C. Mejia, this is a young man, a pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers, that got suspended 80 games last year, August 12th. Turns around, he gets busted for the same exact uh, performance-enhancing drug in his body. So they said, screw it. 
162 games. So Mejia, who's only in his third year in the big leagues, but he's been struggling. I mean, a 5.56 ERA was 1-0 and in nine appearances this year. And uh, went on the DL last year, or it's called the IL now, but went on the IL. But in his career, in 28 games, 8.32 ERA. I think it's time for Milwaukee to cut ties with this guy. And, uh, you know, I guess sometimes guys realize they weigh it out. Look, probably not going to be in the big leagues if I'm struggling that much. I mean, if he's struggling that much with an 8.32 ERA and he's taking stuff, good Lord, time to cut ties. J.C. Mejia, he is gone. And I'm going to stay with Major League Baseball because I'm going to get you as far as the uh, wild card situation. Going to get you all caught up. Number four. But before I do that, a couple sad notes in the world of sports. If you missed it, Buddy Tevens, the coach for Dartmouth, head coach for Dartmouth football, remember he got in that bike crash, horrific bike crash, uh, was hit by a truck, 66 years old. He's tried to, uh, he tried to make a recovery, he had spinal cord injuries, and uh, right hand had to be amputated. Well, he passed away the other day, and I meant to get that in yesterday. But Buddy Tevens, two-time tenure over there at Dartmouth, and uh, won several titles there but passes away at just the age of 66. So our prayers there with the family for Buddy Tevens, a guy that, uh, you know, paid his dues there and spent a lot of time there at the Ivy League. He also played quarterback at Dartmouth. That was his alma mater. And he also played hockey, was a big hockey player as well. So uh, tough times for the folks over there at Dartmouth, but our prayers with Buddy Tevens and the family after that bike crash and he surpasses or he succumbs and uh, passes away yesterday. Number five. And the last one, I saved it. This guy was one of the best starting five for Rutgers basketball. In fact, he may have been the best player to ever play for Rutgers. And I remember, because I was a teenager, and this team went to the Final Four. Talking about Rutgers, Scarlet Knights, Phil Sellers was their leading scorer. He's one of three numbers that hangs in the rafters over there in Jersey for that University Rutgers, but I remember Dad saying, son, this guy is special. This is a special team. The Scarlet Knights from 72 to 76 really got things rolling. They had guys like Mike Dabney, Eddie Jordan, a really solid squad, and went to the Final Four in 1976, but he uh, died the other day at 76. In fact, that was late last night. Passes away. Phil Sellers dead at the age of 69. And I might have said 76, but I meant 1976, of course, was the Rutgers team. So kind of all over the place uh, here. Uh, Steve Sanchez in town. So good to see Steve. And Brad Powers always with me on Thursday nights. Brad, uh, NFL football, we always start out there because we have that NFL game. Giants hanging in there, 10-3. to uh, Giants and Niners. Niners just get the ball back with a little over six minutes to go in that first half. Did you do anything with this game tonight? I didn't touch it. I leaned with the Giants, but uh, nothing big. Pizza yeah. bet. Pizza bet. There you go. Yeah. The uh, the short week, always tough. The Elusaquan Barkley, uh, Dallas, you know, don't want to say an easy time with the Jets, but it was rather easy. Uh, they took care of business at home. And, of course, the game, the snowball game, uh, really got going on Sunday night football. And I talk about that snowball type game because there's certain football games that you watch and you just can't believe that one team can't get out of their own way and everything's falling the right way for the other team. So sometimes deceptive and sometimes you can make money going against that team where everything fell their way because people just remember either you know what happened in that game or they remember the final score. Maybe they didn't even watch the game. They look and they're like, oh, this team's no good at all. Giants found a way to come back last week 
after burying themselves at halftime. So in their first six quarters, they were down 60 to nothing, down 20 to nothing to Arizona, 28-7 in the second half, and they come back and they win that game in uh, dramatic fashion. So that was big. Stayed on the West Coast, short little jaunt up to Santa Clara from Phoenix, but uh, not a lot of prep time, and of course without Barkley. So a lot of people throwing the Giants in the garbage. Your take on this Giants team, can they rebound? I mean, if they just hang in there with the Niners tonight, psychologically that's got to be a boost. Certainly. I mean, you can't throw anybody in the trash in the NFL after just a couple weeks, but you you might have been able to throw them in the trash had they lost to Arizona, KT. No, uh, there'll be some opportunities probably in that division, although they're really looking up against it, uh, against Dallas and and Philly, obviously, and then Washington's been better than expected. So do I think they're going to match what they did last year? No, at this point. There you go. All right. Uh, one college football game as far as FBS, Georgia State at the half, 17-3 to over Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina with Grayson McCall, you know, played UCLA in Pasadena, the opener, played him nip and tuck right there. And, uh, you know, but still, you think with Grayson McCall back, you just kind of feel like, oh, Coastal Carolina, they're going to. They're going to dominate. They're going to be so good in the Sun Belt. They're going to be able to take care of business. Now, they're one of the teams that left for the American Athletic, right? No, not Coastal. Oh, they're still, no, they're they're still, still there. Okay. Yep. Okay, so, but, but still, with Grayson McCall there, you would figure they're a team that's going to put up a lot of points. For them to only have three points at halftime against Georgia State, rather uh, surprising. Yeah, on your home field, off an FCS game, short week. Uh, meanwhile, Georgia State's traveling on a short week, back-to-back weeks. I thought situationally it's set up for Coastal Carolina. I think what you're seeing is a significant downgrade at the head coaching position from Jamie Chadwell, uh, who left for Liberty, and Tim Beck, who got the job, who I wasn't a fan of when, when they made the hire. There you go. All right, Major League Baseball. With that baseball. being said, I did bet Coastal tonight. So you did. Not a good performance. No, it's a, so it's a loser. It's halftime. It's halftime. It doesn't it's look good at the half. We'll keep an eye on it. 6 nothing. Milwaukee shut out St. Louis today behind Wade Miley. Pittsburgh, a 3 nothing lead, bottom six against the Cubs. Cubs are struggling mightily. Right now, coming into tonight, they had a half-game lead over Miami for that third and final wild card in the National League. Miami is idle tonight. So... Uh, Looks like they could be in a tie if things hold up. Pittsburgh, three. Cubbies, nothing. That is bottom six. Wrigley Field, still plenty of time to go. Philly, a 5-4 lead, bottom six over the Mets. They hold that first wild card there in the National League. Braves up 6-1 on Washington. They've already wrapped up the NL East. And uh, three-and-a-half game lead over the Dodgers for the best record in the National League. Dodgers are in action against San Fran coming up in about uh, a little less than an hour from now. Tampa got past the Angels 5-4. to four. A wild game over there at the Trop. Yankees lead Toronto 5-1. to one. That'll be a knock against Toronto right now. The Blue Jays would be in if the season were to end today. And Cleveland leads Baltimore 2 nothing. Top seven. Got to wake those guys up. Rodriguez pitching well, not getting any run support tonight. We're going to hear that magic music. Hoekster is going to have to get those uh, bats woken up. And they've been hitting. No question about it. The Orioles have been hitting. Uh, dropped a tough one to Houston yesterday, but Put a bunch of runs up in the couple games before that. Detroit and Oakland a little bit later, Scooball and uh, Medina. Meanwhile, we've got four Friday night college football games, Brad. And before we go to break, I'm going to start right there. Wisconsin and Purdue, the Badgers, minus 5.5, 53.5. What's your take on this Luke Fickle-led Wisconsin team out of the gate? And, of course, Walters, the defense coordinator, uh, leaving Illinois and going to Purdue and, you know, not – I don't know what to make of the Boilermakers right now. The offense looks like it's uh, it peaks and valleys, and I uh, just didn't know what you thought of both these teams. But Wisconsin dominates this series. 
They do. Uh, you know, some money coming in on Purdue here, but I got to be honest with you. I have not liked what I've seen from Purdue. Honestly, I haven't liked what I've seen from Wisconsin. I don't like either team. Uh, but in this instance, I got to think you're opening up conference play. It's a short week. Keep it simple. Let's run Malusi and Allen and be done with it. Go in there and get the win. Uh, so I like Wisconsin here. There you go. Uh, Tanner Mordecai, what's your take on him transferring over from SMU? Not a fan, to be honest with you. Uh, it, you look at how Mertz is performing at Florida. Downgrade for Wisconsin, at quarterback. Yeah, Mertz uh, wasn't sure after that opener there against Utah, but that's Utah, Rice-Eccles. And, uh, yeah, put it together last week. NC State, they're at Virginia. ACC action. NC State, the Wolfpack, favored 8.5, 47 over the boys from Charlottesville. And it's a, it's a team that's hurting. Calandria now the quarterback, uh, unless Musket comes back for Virginia. Uh, but they had a, a good game last week as far as at the half. They were all tied up with Maryland at 14 apiece, but then they got outscored, what, 27 nothing in the second half or 24 nothing, whatever it was, and uh, couldn't get any points mustered. Your take on NC State as a whole, Dave Doran now in his 11th year. Uh, what about Brennan Armstrong and, and the Wolfpack? Again, don't like either team what I've seen so far. Uh, Virginia, you know, I got a plus 21 ticket last week. They're up 14 nothing against Maryland. You would think covering by 35, you're safe. No, they allow the final 42 points of the game. Calandria, they might move forward with him. He gives them a little bit more dynamic from that position. But for both teams, turned the ball over a bunch. NC State, to me, should be a very workmanlike performance here. Play defense. Don't do anything stupid offensively. Eileen Wolfpack. Two teams that are always at the top of the Mountain West, Boise State, San Diego State. Boise State on the road, favored 6.5, total 46. Brady Hoke in his sixth year there with the Aztecs, his second term there. Of course, Andy Avalos in his third year coming over from Oregon with Boise State. But you just don't fear Boise State like you used to. And these two teams, you know, you could always count on at least one of them being there in the Mountain West Championship game. But now I'm not sure either one of them gets there. Agree. I don't like what I've seen from – this sounds familiar. Don't like what I've seen from either team so far this season, to be honest with you. They bet this game. Uh, man, now that it's come down below a touchdown, I would lean Boise. Air Force, San Jose State, you and I are on the same side of this game tomorrow night. But, man, everybody else must be against us because this line went from Air Force 4.5 at San Jose, total 47.5. The total dropped two points, and then the side, Air Force, went up a point and a half. So they're minus six at San Jose State. Look, I like Brent Brennan. I love Troy Calhoun. I mean, those are two coaches that I have a lot of respect for, especially what Brennan did a couple years ago. But I'm a Chavin Cordero fan. And I'll tell you what, Nick Nash, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that transition and go to wide receiver and become game changers. To me, he's a guy that, I mean, some of the catches he made against USC, including the touchdown, fantastic, great athleticism. I'm not sold on what Air Force has done yet. Robert Morris, Sam Houston, Utah State, why they're getting the money on the road, I, I think San Jose State's going to win the game. At USC, Oregon State, and Cal Poly, right? Okay, and then at Toledo. I mean, a much more difficult schedule, to say the least. And Oregon State, to me, one of the toughest, stingiest defenses, at least early on so far. But I think San Jose State's going to win this game against Air Force, and I don't go against the Force too often. 
Yeah, I mean, I see the other side of the handicap. You know, San Jose State def- rush defense, not great. It's a short week uh, to prep for the option. I mean, Air Force is rock solid. But, uh, again, it's the biggest strength of schedule disparity in college football this week as far as a team played a really tough schedule, team played a very easy schedule. This is the time of year I like to use that. So I'm going to take San Jose State here. There you go. Market says I, I'm an idiot, though. That's okay. Uh, I'm, I can say I'm an idiot after the show. He, anytime I, a line goes against me, he reminds me of it 30 times. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, Fez, that's, uh, you, you can uh, throw some dirt on KT, too, because I'm on San Jose State as well. Uh, Niners up 10-3. They got the ball in the Giants' 13-yard line, second and five with the two-minute warning coming into play there. First half, keep you an eye. Keep an eye on for you the uh, Thursday night football game and keep an eye on those baseball games rolling as well in the uh, college football. I uh, got that one game at the half right now. Coastal Carolina trailing Georgia State 17-3. to It is Ken Thompson. Follow the show at Ken Thompson 87 at SportsX Radio. The Twitter handles right there will have the archive show about 45 minutes after the broadcast pinned right there. But the easiest way to listen back to SportsX Radio is download the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. They've got a rewind feature that is outstanding, and you can go and you can find all the shows. Right after they're over, you can go back and you can listen to them. It is a great feature. Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It is a free app. It is worldwide. Mark Hoke Show also up on there. Mark Hoke Show Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the best in professional wrestling. You like professional wrestling, you will love the Mark Hoke Show. And if you don't believe me, just ask him. We are live from Vegas, PSBR Law Studios, 101.5 FM Dawn, streaming live on that Odyssey app. Ken Thompson, Brad Powers, you're listening to SportsX Radio. We'll be right back. All right, a throwback Thursday, KT Live, PSBR Law Studios in Las Vegas. Keeping you updated, Niners about to score again right before the half. They're on the Giants' four-yard line of first and goal. Purdy already 158 yards passing and a touchdown. Daniel Jones, 7-10, but only 55 yards. 12 yards rushing for the Giants, 87 on the ground for those Niners. Christian McCaffrey has 57 of those. He also has three receptions for 26. Debo Samuel, three receptions for 43. Juwan Jennings, two for 31. And George Kittle, two for 27 for you stat folks out there that may have some fantasy football action We'll keep an eye on this game, and the Niners are in the end zone. Let me see who got that touchdown. It is 16-3 McCaffrey. There he is. And uh, that guy's just uh, paying dividends again for fantasy football owners of Christian McCaffrey. So we'll keep an eye on this one. 16-3 extra point pending, a minute 40 to go in the first half. This game may get uglier. Niners have outscored the Giants 14-0 after a 3-3 first quarter. But we're talking a lot of college football. Time permitting, I always throw the pro games at Powers as well, but let's get to the college football. We went over the Friday games, and now we're going to hit up the Saturday games. And uh, a schedule, what, what do you got, 50, 58? 58 games 58 on, games on Saturday. On, this is FBS, 58 games. That is a lot of games. Uh, let's start it with, and I'll skip over, so you'll know in rotation order. If I skip over games, that means we're going to come back to them, and we're going to get to them in detail. There's about 10 or 11 of those. Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, Brent Key, Dave Clawson. Uh, your take, I'm not sold on uh, either one of these teams, but I do like the way Georgia Tech at least is, is playing with some heart. And that game, rather deceiving, that score yeah. at Ole Miss. Uh, they gave up a ton of points in the second half and a bunch, 24 of them in the fourth quarter. What about this Georgia Tech team? I mean, at least they seem like they're they're going in the right direction. Does Key have this program turning around a little? Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe the record doesn't indicate that this year, but they lost a coin flip game against Louisville where they blew a big lead and then you know kind of failed down in the last five, six minutes last week against Ole Miss on the road, a game that was only, they were only losing by 10 there. So 
couple of those misleading finals create some value here. Uh, I'm going to lean with Georgia Tech. I bet Virginia, uh, Georgia Tech seemed like the whole world has so far this week. All right, so Wake Forest minus four, down from six and a half, 60 the total. What did you get? Did you get seven? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, folks, listen. When yeah. Brad, when Brad uh, we just got to throw the disclaimer in there. Brad is on top of these lines when they first come out. When they first come out, he's already got his power ranking, so he has his lines made. So as soon as they come out, he jumps on stuff, and then he gets stuff to his VIP people right away on one. So he's not going to give them every game he's going to play, but he'll give them all the games that he weeds out as far as all the plays that he makes. He does a lot of volume, but he'll play some will be two units, some will be one unit, some will be a half unit, and then he'll have some leans, which are pizza. A lean for Brad Powers is $100, okay? A, 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 a half unit is – or a half uh, half unit is a thousand dollars, you know, or, or five hundred. A thousand is a full unit, and then two two unit play is two thousand. And he'll do that uh, with the games that he really likes. And then he'll still take off the rubber band, and he'll lay into some games even bigger. And he shows the tickets. He puts it so people that knock him, it's only because he doesn't have time to give everything to you without that line moving right away. Uh, as far as every single game that he's on. Brad, I don't even know how you do it, how you get down on some of these as quickly as you do to get the great Still lines get that you get. I'm not the only one doing it, so I, right. I, I wish I had the free reign on the board, but I don't. A lot of stuff is already gone. It's just it's kind of a fun little experience, it's like a test. Uh, you take every Sunday morning uh, when the lines come out, see what you can do. And so far this year, okay, staying consistent, you were – in excess of 80% as far as closing line value coming yeah, about, into this season. About 84% coming into this week. But, you know, hasn't been great, to be honest with you. 112 and 109 FPS versus FPS. Right. So, beating some folks, that just tells you you're beating the line at 84% and still only three games over 500. And that's a lot of volume. I mean, that's yeah. it is unreal. So, when you factor in the juice, a lot of times, you know, people are going to go, wow, you're losing. But it's early, right? You're a couple weeks in, so you're you're taking some lumps, but you're getting all this data, all this information. How difficult has the transfer portal made it for you? Uh, something that maybe I haven't grasped completely, nor has the market. When you look at the teams that haven't been priced accordingly so far this year, they would you know be at the very top of the transfer portal. Good and bad. Arizona State's probably the worst. They were transfer portal heavy. Two of the best teams, transfer portal heavy, Colorado and Texas State as far as exceeding expectations. So it's just something you don't blindly bet on or against. It's just... Some, we don't understand the dynamics. I'm not even sure the coaches do at this point. I mean, we got an entirely new, different team, uh, new team. It's, you know, hit or miss as far as if they're going to gel or not. There you go. All right, Miami of Florida. They're at Temple. Stan Drayton, his second year there for the Owls. Mario Cristobal, team off to a good start. Got that big win against Texas A&M. But they've got to go to Philly and take care of business. His team's playing, you know, adequate football right now. And Tyler Van Dyke stepping up to the uh, the task there. Miami. How good is this team? How good can they be? Is this a team that can challenge in the ACC? Oh, I think so. They're talented enough to do so. I mean, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening in one of those key games for State-Clemson. But uh, they're right there with North Carolina, uh, nipping at the heels there. Uh, do I like them in this game? No, I don't. There's going to be some weather, the total suppressed. I'm a lean Temple here, plus the points. Temple was plus 25 and a half. I'm using the Westgate Superbook lines that open uh, down to 23 and a half. Brad, what did you get? 
27. 27. Okay, yeah. 27. I, I figured it was above what the yeah, uh, opening Yeah, I'm going to be lines. paying fines because Fez, like, anytime you say what line you got, <laughs> 20 bucks. So there you go. It'll mount up. The, be... end of, the end of the night will be two grand. Yeah. Fez, is, Fez is laughing. He's marking notes there. Yeah. All right, Army and uh, Syracuse, we're going to pass that one. We're going to pass Texas Tech, West Virginia. How about Virginia Tech and Marshall? Marshall at home, four-and-a-half-point favorite. This one opened much higher, better than a touchdown. Virginia Tech. Uh, there from Blacksburg, got beat by Rutgers last week. Total is 41. Rutgers kind of shut him down. What about Brent Pry, second year against Charles Huff for the Marshall Thundering Herd in his third year? Uh, don't know how good this Thundering Herd team is. Talk to me there. Yeah, I don't either. They're coming off a, you know, a bye, and their first two games are against an FCS opponent, which they almost lost to to Albany, and then a misleading final against East Carolina where they were down three, entering the fourth quarter, scored three touchdowns. I like Virginia Tech here back against the wall. UAB at Georgia. We saw Georgia struggle first half against South Carolina, but they held the Gamecocks to basically no yards rushing outside of what Spencer Rattler got. He got 35 on the ground. That includes, you know, a few sacks there. But the run game was non-existent for South Carolina. So we know the Georgia defense against the run is pretty good, but Rattler was able to pass the ball and move the ball through the air in the first half. Easy cover for South Carolina as far as, you know, you're getting 27 and a half. Uh, not that Georgia didn't have other opportunities, but they didn't cash in, and so you still only lose the game by 13. What's your take with this Georgia team? Uh, they're at, you know they're uh, taking on UAB, and UAB is catching 42 and a half, 54 and a half. Trent Dilfer in his first year there for the Blazers. <laughs> Somebody probably said, "Hey, coach, you're catching better than six touchdowns here." I mean, unbelievable. Uh, give me a breakdown real quick on Georgia, where they're at, and is this team? truly the number one team in college football oh i still think they are i mean there was finally a sense of urgency in that second half against south carolina and they looked the part i thought especially defensively last week so uh yeah i'm part of the georgia money here there's been a lot of one one way movement here and it's been on georgia uab misleading final they're down 41 to three with like five minutes left and somehow scored three touchdowns against louisiana last week all right uh speaking of south carolina they're home. They're minus six and a half against Mississippi State, up from four and a half. Again, I'm talking about Rattler, you know, struggling against Georgia, the team struggling running the ball. But now they're going to take on Mississippi State. And I'm not sold on Rodgers in that offense. Look, they got shut down, you know, pretty good last week by LSU, which you and I expected. That was both of our top play. In fact, uh, shout out to AJ, who made some good money. He goes, anytime you and Powers are on the same play as a top Didn't play. Didn't understand goes on, that one. Yeah, uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina. I think South Carolina wins the game by double digits. I'm, I do too. Okay. I, the only worry is there might be some weather, so that can make things interesting. But uh, I like South Carolina. I think Mississippi State's a bad, bad football team. And it's going to further gonna, yep. get exposed. There you go. I agree with that. And, and you know, when you go against a defense like Georgia, Rattler, solid quarterback, all of a sudden you're going against this. And, look, Mississippi State in years past has been a darn good defensive team. But I don't think this team is up to snuff. So agree. I agree with you as one well. One and two, their backs against the wall, South Carolina. They can't start one and three. No, they're not. And that uh, that is a fun place to play too, Bryce Williams Bryce Stadium. That right? was one stadium that didn't let me in. So. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I was well, mad. You... Security got me. Oh, okay. I, I want to go there for a game though. Yeah. A little Sandman. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Darude or whatever. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think we got to go there that, for. I, I want to do it, but I'm not going to hurt people's ears. I can do that, yeah. you know, the, the, you know, cocky. Yeah. You know, the rooster call. Yep. Yeah. I can do it. So. 
All right. So when you grow up on a farm, I mean, you can do all kinds of. Uh, I'll bet you can, Brad yeah. Powers, and that's your goal to get back to that yeah. farm, only to own it yourself. Now, uh, real quick, New Mexico at UMass. UMass minus three and a half, fifty and a half. Uh, New Mexico, not a good effort at home against New Mexico no. State. Danny Gonzalez probably gone, to be honest with you, at the end of the year. Uh, I understand the UMass money. I can't bet UMass more than a field goal favorite, though, until they prove it. they got to learn how to win before they learn how to cover. Yeah, I'm sorry. I actually had uh, gone ahead there uh, out of order there. Boston College, Louisville, uh, your take there. The Ville minus 13.5, 14 everywhere, but 13.5 at the Westgate Superbook, total 56. Uh, Halfley had his guys ready. That was a heck of an effort against Florida State and, you know, a fourth quarter where they shut out the Knolls and darn near won the game and outgained them by over 100 yards. Yeah, they had 18 penalties and still almost won the game. Castellanos, the quarterback, pretty dynamic player. I bet he transfers out of BC at the end of the year. Somebody in the SEC is going to take him. Uh, tough game. Uh, I think 14 is the right number, so let's go ahead and pass. Garwo and Broom, they were banged up last week. Don't know if they'll be able to go this week. In the I just worry there. about BC getting back up after that. You put everything into that game, came up short. Louisville minus 13 and a half, 56. You would lay it? I would lean that way. Pizza okay. bet. Especially why it's under 14. Uh, next game, Akron at Indiana. Hoosiers minus 17, 46 and a half. Tom Allen in his seventh year there with this Hoosier team. Again, they opened with Ohio State. And then Indiana State, FCS team, took care of business in a big way there on a, I think it was a Friday game, and a Thursday or Friday game. And now they're uh, taking on Louisville. They've had eight days rest for this. I'm, I'm sorry, they're taking on Akron after the Louisville game. So, no, that's that's right. Yeah, they got ripped pretty good. What was the final in that game? 21-14. Oh, got right, stopped was, at the goal yeah. line because idiot uh, Tom Allen ran a stupid play call. on. And what, was, what was the closing did, line on that game? Ten. There was a lot of money on Louisville. And it opened at seven? Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, because that's, uh, I was wondering, because that was at uh, Lucas Oil. That's right. Yeah, it was a fun game. Joe Moorhead, second year there with Akron, catching 17 at Indiana, 46 and a half. Let down for the Hoosiers? You don't want to lay that amount of points, or would you lay it? I'm going to go under. Uh, I really like Indiana's defense, and man, Akron offensively has been a disappointment, so let's go under here. All right, uh, Texas San Antonio, Tennessee. Texas San Antonio, Harris has been out. Uh, and he'll be out he'll here. Be, he's, he's out for a while. Uh, Tennessee minus twenty one fifty nine. The total. Jeff Trailer had a great year last year, but really shorthanded this year. This team uh, struggling. Very fortunate to beat Texas State in their second game, and then got beat by Army last week without Harris. And uh, boy, I think it's going to be tough, especially with Tennessee. You know, struggling the way they did last week in the swamp. I think that Josh Heupel is going to want to run it up, and it won't surprise me if they do. But I don't want to lay twenty one. That's pretty much the handicap. Uh, one of the bigger line movers of the week. Really bad opening number. Uh, yeah, I, I would still lean to, lane the 21, to be honest with you, because I think if they want to get margin, they will. And after a loss like that, the Tennessee's the type of team that just keep the foot on the gas pedal, KT. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, North Carolina, 7.5 at Pitt, 50. The total, Pat Narduzzi. My goodness, this Pitt <laughs> offense, you know, Jerkovic, what did he throw for, 82 yards last week? And, yeah, it was bad. I mean, that, absolutely pathetic, this team. I, this is uh, – Signetti Jr. is your offensive coordinator. I don't know what he's dialing up, but they must not have any playmakers. Rodney Hammond in the in the backfield. I mean, I haven't watched much of Pittsburgh, so I'm not going to act like I've been watching their games because I haven't. But North Carolina, I'll pay attention to them and Drake May. It's always a fun team and, of course, not able to use Tez Walker. Did they uh, go ahead and play him last week? Nope. They didn't do it. 
Uh, what's your take here? Would you lay seven and a half, or you got to the dance too late because it was under seven when it opened? Yeah, the latter. I mean, I could only look towards North Carolina. There's not one thing for Pittsburgh that they can hang their hat on. No, typically, you would think strong at the line of scrimmage on both sides. That hasn't been the case. They were dominated by Cincinnati at the line of scrimmage in the last week. Just nothing. Uh, just a feeble team. I bet over their win total. And I think this is a 4-8 and eight type of team, maybe. Giants got a field goal before the half. 17-6, Niners at intermission. Giants will get that second-half kickoff. Coastal Carolina touchdown third quarter, 8.55 to go third quarter, 17-10. Georgia State leading Coastal Carolina. What's up, Brendan? And you got uh, – Oh, just ran a scramble on third and ten for Georgia State. Okay. Got to get off the field. I got to get off the field. I saw Powers over there. He's got got a little coin on Coastal. Needs to uh, get back even in that game and then work on the spread after that. We'll finish up this segment with BYU at Kansas. BYU, of course, a new member of the Big 12. Uh, Keaton Slovis there. It's good to see Isaac Rex back. Uh, this BYU team with Sataki – not a bad effort there with a win yeah, at Arkansas. Very good. I mean, I, I know no Rocket Sanders, but that's big time for them to score, you know, in the 30s on the road in a hostile environment down there in uh, Pig Suey land. Very impressed for uh, Sataki in his Big 12 opener on the road at Arkansas. Now you got to go on the road and take on Lance Leopold in Kansas and Jalen Daniels. That kid can uh, flat out move around. But uh, can BYU hang in this game? Because I. I I mean, they're fit. They're always a physical team, and yeah. if uh, Slovis able to move the offense, they're catching nine and a half, fifty-five. You're told. Let's wait for maybe ten to show up, and then we get involved on BYU. But I agree. I rewatched that game last night, BYU Arkansas. I came away impressed. Couple positions that are just rock solid for BYU. We kind of knew linebacker with Thule and Bywater, but that kid from Utah State, that Vong Chapong or whatever, he's really good at linebacker for them. And then wide receiver position is much better than I expected. And I thought Keen Slovis played one of his better games in the last couple of years uh, since his USC day. So that's a good team. Uh, but let's wait for 10. That's good. I mean, it's good to see teams go into the uh, Power 5. Con- I mean, Cincinnati has gone in there. they got a big game with Oklahoma coming big up this, uh, this week. But, yeah, it's good to see these teams transition from some of the other conferences and kind of you know get off to a good start. So a good start for BYU. I'm sure my buddy Greg Rebell had fun calling that game for the blue and white. When we come back, we'll pick it up. With uh, Oklahoma and Cincinnati, speaking of that game, uh, we've got a bunch of games. If you're going rotation-wise and you're seeing games that we're skipping over, it's because we're going to get back to them in hour number two. Ken Thompson and Brad Power, SportsX Radio, 101.5 FM, Don streaming live on that Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Keep it rolling there. Uh, before we go to break real quick, uh, you know all about the Preventative Diagnostic Center. If you've been listening to SportsX Radio, Dr. John Pierce, he's outstanding. He's got two great practices here in the Vegas Valley but the one that I really love is the Preventative Diagnostic Center. PDCenterLV.com is the website. PDCenterLV.com. We've got the only scanner of its kind in the region. It gives you early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart disease and lung disease. It is the Preventative Diagnostic Center. Give a call. Leave a message now. Let them get back to you, and they'll give you that free educational consultation. Make sure you tell them Ken Thompson Sports X Radio sent you. You know the 702 for Vegas. 534-7900, Comfortable scan takes a few minutes. A few days later, you get a detailed report from a board-certified radiologist. They can check all your organs internally, but you have a special that you cannot miss. If you demographically fall between the ages of 40 and 72, it's the heart CT scan and calcium score. $125 for a $600 value. Significant other, absolutely free. The two of you get in there. 
for $125 to get your hearts checked out. Early detection is key. Get peace of mind. Take charge of your health. PDCenterLV.com, 534-7900. Take a break. Come back. SportsX Radio. Finish up hour number one. Ken Thompson, Brad Powers on a throwback Thursday. All college football the rest of the way. We may have some time to get to those pro games. Keep you updated on everything going on as far as the scoreboard. 101.5 FM Don streaming live on the Odyssey app. We'll be right back. Legendary Phil Collins bringing us back here on a throwback Thursday. Ken Thompson, Brad Powers, Mark Oaks spinning the hits there and uh, doing the production. His show Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the best in professional wrestling right here on the Odyssey app. Free app worldwide, A-U-D-A-C-Y, 101.5 FM, Don And uh, Brad Powers and I talking college football. We'll update that the Orioles tied the Guardians. Guardians get their leadoff man on in the bottom of the eighth. So that game is tied 2-2. Two to two. Braves up 8-1 on the Nats. Uh, Mets down 5-4, have second and third with two outs, top eight against Philadelphia. 3-1, to one, Pirates lead the Cubs. They've now gone to the top of the eighth there, and the Tigers, two in the first on the A's. Rays beat the Angels 5-4, came back. Brewers shut out the Cardinals behind Miley 6 nothing, and it is a final. The Yankees have beaten the Blue Jays 5-3, to three, so Toronto cannot gain on the idle teams from the AL West as far as in the wild card. In fact, they dropped that half game. So uh, baseball, you're down now under 10 games left for everybody pretty much. Uh, most of the teams after tonight will have nine games left, and it's going to be a lot of fun with those wild cards, especially in the American League. So we'll keep an eye on this stuff as it rolls on through. Ken Thompson and Brad Powers talking college football. We left off BP on uh, Oklahoma and Cincinnati is a game we want to get to. Speaking of Big 12 newcomers, Cincinnati is one of those teams. And, of course, Scott Satterfield taking over for Luke Fickle. And uh, let me see what I've got line-wise here. OU is favored 14. Cincinnati is at home. It's a lot of points to give a Cincinnati team. Uh, if Fickle was still there, it wouldn't be that high, and that team would probably be a little bit different. But Dylan Gabriel leading the way there for the Sooners. But they did struggle in that home game against SMU. They got 14 late points to end up covering that game. But that was still you know, right there for the taking. And it didn't look like they were going to cover that game for Venables. But uh, they took care of business against Tulsa and Arkansas State. What about it? Oklahoma, I can't lay 14 at Cincinnati. Agree. Current number seems right to me on the side. Let's go ahead and lean under. Uh, Oklahoma's defense does look improved. I know they've been scoring a lot on offense, but it's been the defense that has impressed me. Which you expect with Brent Venables being your head coach, right? Yep. All right, uh, move on down. We've got Georgia Southern and Ball State. Clay Helton doing a nice job. I mean, yeah, they lost to Wisconsin. They hung in there for a while. Are you Uh, kidding me? It's minus six turnovers and still almost covered? I know. Yeah, it's... uh, I mean, six turnovers, though, that's unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, it is. Wait, did you bet him last week? I did. Yeah, sounds like it. I can always tell when there's disappointment. Yeah, you can you can feel the dejection in KT. Uh, Ball State, Mike New in his eighth year. Uh, you know this team pretty well because you're alma mater, of course, Bowling Green in the MAC. Uh, what's your take here on Ball State? Right now, Georgia Southern, favored six sixty-one and a half. Are you throwing that game out from last week and saying, you know what? Clay Helton's going to get the guys regrouped. And uh, go into Ball State and get a road win and cover that six. No, I, I like what I've seen from Ball State so far this season, to be honest with you. Uh, this is a Ball State team that, uh, you know, covered last week, did what they needed to do against an FCS opponent, and then played two FCC teams and actually played them pretty decent watching those games. So 
Uh, let's hope for a seven here. Let's take it with Ball State and uh, lean over. All right, uh, South Florida, Byron Brown and company, of course, uh, taking on Bama last week. They lost the game seventeen to three. The Alabama offense couldn't get out of its way, uh, but you know, from what I heard, Milrow was in the doghouse, so they didn't play him. And uh, it was evident on the scoreboard, and I think you'll see him. Uh, well, in fact, we know we'll see him start there in Tuscaloosa this week for Bama. Your take on this one was South Florida staying at home, taking on a Rice team that already beat Houston in a wild game. But we know Houston's not really that good. Uh, USF opening at Western Kentucky, and then Florida at A&M beat the Rattlers. Your take on this game, what about the Bulls' second straight home game and Rice coming off a uh, win against Texas Southern? I like the over here. I know Rice plays a slow tempo, but they've been super efficient offensively. South Florida plays a super high tempo, and obviously they'll get back on track after not facing Alabama's defense this week, so over for me. Toledo laying 21 to Western Michigan, 53.5 your total. Jason Candle, eighth year there for Toledo. We know the Rockets are going to be one of the top teams in the MAC. Uh, great chance to win that conference. Western Michigan really in over their heads this year with Lance Taylor, his first year, uh, P.J. Fleck. We talked about the old Western Michigan Broncos coach going in there and grabbing some of the top players as well during the offseason. So uh, what about Western Michigan and, and, and Toledo? I mean, Toledo's offense gets rolling this could be ugly, but uh, I, I I can't take Western Mish. I just can't trust him. Yeah, I, anything under three touchdowns, that's where I got involved in Toledo. So lean, lean Rockets here. All right, nothing with the total. Total's gone down I bet a under. Bit. You did, So okay. anything that moves, you <laughs> most of the time it's me. There you go. All right, BP. Iowa State, uh, as we get back to the Big 12, minus three and a half, 35 and a half against Oklahoma State. Matt Campbell for Iowa State, Mike Gundy. All sounds well and good, but both these teams, I mean, of course, the repercussions from the gambling uh, with the Iowa State players so they don't have the squad that they thought they were going to have going into the season. This team's going to be up against it for sure. And then Oklahoma State, my goodness, they're fortunate that their schedule has been what it has been, uh, but they got tattooed pretty good last week. Well, yeah, South Alabama crushed them. Yeah. Uh, I don't like either team. Can't bet the game. Didn't bet side or total. Three and a half, I, I guess. Thirty-five and a half, Brad Powers. My yeah. goodness, to well, see a pathetic. Big Twelve game that low. I, I mean, deserve it if you watch these teams offensively. Uh, I guess at a hook, I would lean Oklahoma State. Nothing with the uh, total, huh? No, not it is three and a half right now. Iowa State three and a half. Oklahoma State thirty-five and a half. Your total from Ames, Iowa. My goodness. All right, uh, we'll wrap it up here, Big Ten style. Minnesota at Northwestern, and uh, another. Another team, Northwestern, Another my goodness. Burner. Wow, I'm telling you, there's some doozies this week, no doubt. Uh, but Minnesota is at home. Northwestern getting pummeled by Duke, but it's a good Duke team. Uh, it was evident on Labor Day that this team is not a fluke. Meanwhile, Minnesota, boy, that offense uh, is tough to watch sometimes, and they come off getting beat up pretty good at North Carolina. Your take on this one, P.J. Flex, seventh year already there with Minnesota. And, again, this is a game, Minnesota on the road, favored by 11, 39-year total. Didn't bet it, another one. I don't like either team. Uh, I guess if push came to shove and I had to bet it, I'd take the points with Northwestern. All right, so uh, they're a, a game that Brad hasn't bet again. He usually bets about three-quarters of the board. Yep. Uh, different denominations, of course. Last one, we'll duck in then. Florida Atlantic at Illinois in Champaign, 15-and-a-half. Bielema uh, just doesn't have the offense that he had last year. Boy, the run game was so good last year, and the quarterback play uh, was really solid, had better receivers. Altmeyer, not a bad quarterback. Uh, but he's pretty bad last week. Yeah, I mean that the whole team was struggling there late, 
Uh, Penn State kind of pulled away, though. They they really didn't dominate that game the way I thought they were going to. No, no, it was turnovers. Uh, Altmaier had four four turnovers, so uh, that's what happened there. Uh, the big story here is uh, quarterback Casey Thompson's out for Ford Atlantic for the year. So uh, Richardson looked pathetic last week, you know, the former Central Michigan quarterback. So I kind of had suspicion that Casey Thompson would be hurt. So I, I went ahead and laid it with Illinois. Illinois minus 15 and a half. What'd you lay, 12? 13. 13, okay. All right, it, but I, I still see, play it. it actually ah, opened at 12. Bad. Pizza so, bad, I'd right. still play Down it. to 45 and a half in Champaign. This could be one of these ugly games with Illinois holding Florida Atlantic under 10 points and putting up uh, 27 themselves. I'm looking at 27-6. There you go, under then. There you go. All right, good stuff. Brad Powers and I are going to keep rolling. Hour number two, tons of college football. Keep you updated on everything rolling. SportsX Radio 101.5 FM Don streaming live on that Odyssey app. Download it now. It's free. Hour number two coming right up. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 7 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rabapudi. Trial lawyers that get results. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. All right, hour number two will be rapid fire the whole second hour here on a Throwback Thursday. Ken Thompson, Brad Powers, tons of college football. Keeping an eye on Georgia State, 20-10, to 10, they lead Coastal Carolina. Uh, 53 seconds left in the third quarter, and Coastal uh, setting up for a field goal to try and get back within seven. Keep an eye on that. Now, the uh, weather is going to come into play, it looks like, in a bunch of these college football games. And one of those games I was talking about earlier, Iowa State at home against Oklahoma State, that low total, 35 and a half. Uh, that could come into play. I mean, Brad, that's a whole thing. Sometimes these storms, it'll turn a little bit, but these uh, places like South Alabama, you're looking at 91% chance of rain, 15-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, They're, of course, taking on Central Michigan. Then you've got uh, Liberty at FIU, 70% chance of rain. Uh, What happened? Missed the field goal. That's two missed field goals. Wow, two, two missed field goals. Not good for Coastal Carolina at home. But the uh, some of these games really could be affected by the weather, including those games up in the Northeast. The, you talked about the Temple game. And uh, also Brigham Young, Kansas, that's looking at 67% chance of rain and 19-mile-an-hour wind. So in that Kansas-Iowa area, you're looking at not only the uh, the, the wet, uh, but also the wind. And that's where it wreaks havoc on these totals. Certainly you want heavy rain and wind. Wind more important than than, than anything. The rain can be it depends on the field service uh you know uh, in the old days you didn't have good field service or even the astroturf back in the day of puddles and stuff but now it, the drainage systems are better so i usually start at 15 mile an hour wind and above and it has to be like torrential rain all right so uh la tech at nebraska 18 mile per hour winds 72 percent chance of rain miami at temple 23 mile per hour winds 76 percent chance of rain so those are right there where you you start hoping that the weatherman is right. Sometimes these storms turn. Uh, trust me, I've driven into monsoons, and I've uh, gotten away from some heavy. How about that in a valley weather. yesterday? Yeah. Did you get caught up in that? I did. In Henderson. Henderson had a Hail. good little 
Uh, was it hail? Okay, because I was actually uh, down at the park. I didn't get hail. I, I, I got some hard I rain. I got though. a lot of hail. Wow. Uh, Iowa, Penn State, 15-mile-an-hour winds, 68% chance of rain. Just want to get that one in there. And then Cal at Washington, only 10-mile-an-hour winds, but 80% chance of rain in Seattle. Uh, but those folks, that's par for the course up there this time of year. Let's jump back into the college games. And, uh, again, we've got – 10 or 11 games we'll get into, uh, probably final segment in detail, uh, but we're going to cruise on through. Right now we're going to pick it up with Southern Miss. And uh, where are we here, KT? There it is, Southern Miss at Arkansas State. Southern Miss minus 649. BP, not much to say about both these teams. No, both have been a disappointment to say the least. Uh, Frank Gore Jr. is a little bit banged up for Southern Miss. Uh, it's a total pass to bet the game. All right, James Madison, they just find ways to keep winning. Kurt Signetti. Looking to take care of business at Logan against Utah State right now. JMU minus five and a half, fifty-two and a half. I mean, this guy doesn't hesitate going on the road at Virginia. Win at Troy. Win at Utah State. Yeah, third straight road trip though across the country after two big wins. Horrific spot. Give me uh, Utah State. All right, you like Utah State the way they move the ball against Air Force after yeah, at the out. end. Yeah. I don't like Utah State that much, but I just think it's the worst spot maybe in college football this week. All right, uh, then we've got. Arizona at Stanford. Arizona minus 12.560 the total. Stanford got that first game there at Hawaii and had people oh. thinking, hey, maybe Troy Taylor in his first year against Jed Fish. Look, this Arizona team is still pretty good to me. Uh, Delora moves that football. What about Arizona? I, they, I think they take care of business. I think so, too. Although Sacramento State's a pretty good team. They, I know that Troy Taylor came from Sacramento State. The rest of the team basically returned, and the coaching staff stayed at Sacramento State. So that wasn't as bad as a loss as everyone made it out to be. But I can only look to Arizona here. USC ASU, 34-and-a-half Southern Cal favored. Uh, Lincoln Riley's boys, look, they, they can score points. And now the bad news for Arizona State, third-string quarterback. I mean, it's it's not good. Uh, Rashada, the, the freshman, started. He's out. Borgay is out as well. He got hurt last week. Drew Pine has been hurt. I, they may have rushed him back. He's got the leg injury. Is he? He's probably the, the guy going. They're, they're going to yeah. have to pick a couple guys off the street. Yeah, Conover's another kid. But, I mean, both Pine and Conover last week were horrific. With that being said, man, 34-and-a-half is huge. I, 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 I'm going to lean Arizona State. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely 35, There's a couple 35s out there if you shop in Vegas. Yeah, all right. Uh, when it's 58-3. to three. Yeah. Arizona State's 0-3 against a number failing to cover by 22 points per game. Wow. Yeah, I mean, anemic. I mean, I guess if Lincoln Riley, you know, because they're going to Colorado next week, right? They're off a bye, though, so I don't Tough game. My numbers scream Arizona State, but I haven't got to the window yet. Cal, Washington, Washington, 20-and-a-half, 59. Ott's still probably going to be out for Cal. Uh, boy, I just... I, I can't go. The Bears, you know, they had a nice second half to beat Idaho. Didn't cover. I had Idaho, so did you. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, Michael Penix Jr., and that receiving core, Adunze, Polk, McMillan, forget about it, man. That offense, how good are they? Uh, I We talked in the break. Washington's probably the best team that no one's talking about, like a legitimate playoff contender. Uh, that being said, I, I like Cal. That, that, that's my team this year, KT. So I, I went ahead and bet Cal. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Here, I, I, you know but what? don't I ask even, me the number. Yeah, I don't even know how I got to how I got to that game first. Uh, where am I? I'm on Ohio. I, I had two stacks of, okay, oh, uh, there you go. He's right jumping there. around, folks. No, no, there you go. Ohio U and Bowling Green. That's what I was looking for. Your go. alma mater that hung in there with three interceptions last week at Michigan. 
Yeah, you know, they taught McCarthy a lesson there and covered that game for you, but you probably had Michigan. No, I didn't bet no, that didn't game, to it. be honest with you. I can't lay with Michigan anymore. Uh, they just they, they doesn't look like they want to get margin. BG's down to a third-string quarterback. Man, they, they just – I this Ohio defense is really good, and Rourke might not be healthy yet, but I can only look towards Ohio. I bet the under as well. The under. What'd you get it at? 49 and a half. 49 and a half, down to 44-and-a-half. Ohio, U yeah. at Bowling Green. Ohio, U favored by 13. Maryland, Michigan State. Maryland favored eight now, 52-and-a-half. That was one of the most dismal performances I ever saw with Michigan State. Yeah. That was absolutely – I know a Kim, Hauser came in. I mean, this team, offensively, there was no offense. I mean, they end up getting a touchdown. I think, you know, I think Washington felt sorry for them. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. If Washington I, I, I wanted to win by 60, they could have. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Tungavailo is not bad. Loxley in his fifth year. I, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could lay lay the points, but uh, boy, I, I, eight on the road, fifty-two and a half. I, I'll stay you can't away. bet it at the current numbers. Yeah. Uh, What'd Michigan's, you lay? What's up? Would you lay six and a half? Four. Wow, Maryland four. Okay, so you got it's up to eight. Brad Powers, unbelievable. Uh, Kentucky Vanderbilt, Kentucky thirteen and a half, fifty-one. The total here, Clark Lee, Mark Stoops. What, what, what's your take on Kentucky? I mean, how is this? Is this team okay? I mean, uh, defensively, yeah. they're always good in the trenches. They always seem yeah. like they're pretty good in the trenches. But I, I don't. I, I know Devin Leary transferred there, quarterback wise. But I'm not sold on the offense. Agree. Haven't played anybody yet. Uh, Vanderbilt hasn't covered a point spread yet this year. I think they do on Saturday. So uh, give me Vanderbilt plus the thirteen and a half. Up to twenty one, Nebraska forty seven. As much as I don't like Sims. I think Nebraska could almost shut this team out. I mean, I, again. Well, hopefully Harburg plays and not Sims like last week. Yeah. Uh, my t- Again, Bachmeyer and, and Turner's is back up there for La Tech. Bachmeyer might be out. So okay. that, that'd be a positive. I like Nebraska. Yeah. I, I would only play Nebraska. It's up to 21 now, total 47. Tulsa and Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois started out well, but uh, boys from DeKalb struggling. They lost to Southern Illinois. In their second game, good solid FCS program there, the Salukis. Your take on this one, Tulsa at Northern Illinois, the boys from DeKalb at home minus 454 and a half. I don't have a good read on this game. Didn't bet side or total. Memphis at Missouri. I'll tell you what, Drinkwood's found a way to get it done against Kansas State. Now he's playing Memphis. Where's this? It's on a neutral field, it's right? It's in St. Louis. There you go. At St. Louis, uh, Silver Boy, I, uh, <laughs> this Memphis team against Navy, oh. they did not look good. I, I, well, Missouri's laying six and a half. I, I would lay it. Brady Cook might not play for Missouri. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I, I really don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't play at cider total. So you still have Garcia and Horn there? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's, Horn was terrific against South Dakota in the second half. I'm not sold Memphis going to be able to move the ball on Mizzou. Uh, you know, again, it's a neutral field. But uh, I would only I would only lay less than a touchdown on Missouri. Central Florida, Kansas State, we're going to get to that. Mississippi, Alabama, get to that. Uh, Central Mich. Central Michigan that played Notre Dame. Tough in the first half last week, but you said the officiating was horrendous. Uh, South Alabama tattoos Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Now the Jaguars back at home in Mobile, minus 16.5, 48.5. I played the over but I the, on the open, but obviously didn't take into consideration there could be some bad weather here, so. Probably got a bad bet, KT. See, I talk about the good bets and the bad bets. Nevada. Both uh, Nevada teams are in Texas. Nevada, the Wolfpack, taking on Texas State and G.J. Kinney. Uh, again, they you know they get the win against Baylor. 
They lose by a touchdown at UTSA, then take out Jackson State. Now they're getting Nevada at home. Boy, Ken Wilson in Nevada, this is not a good team. They they actually, Kansas tough, Yeah, they though. did. They they actually played much better than I thought against Kansas. And uh, you were right. You said that was a lot of points. They had gotten beaten up pretty good by FCS Idaho the week before at home after USC did a number on them for Ken Wilson. What's your take on this one right now? Uh, Nevada is catching 17, total of 60. Let's go ahead and go over the total on this one. Uh, by that Texas State offense is legit. Put a 70 spot on Jackson State, and Jackson State's still got a pretty good FCS defense. So I think that's the biggest mispricing there. We got a touchdown, Georgia State, game over there, and the Giants just scored a touchdown. Wow, there you go, 17-12. to 12. Yes, let me uh, let me go and, and check that. They probably went for two and did not get it. Yes, uh, so the Niners have 17-12. to 12. So 10 minutes to go third quarter. Let's uh, just – Check real quick on how the Giants got that. Matt Breida, an eight-yard rush uh, for the two-point conversion. And let me see. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. Two-point conversion, no good. Daniel Jones sack. But Breida, the eight-yard touchdown run there for the Giants. 17-12, 9.09 to go, third quarter from Santa Clara. Uh, go back, trying to get all these college games in, ducking them in. Texas and Baylor from Waco. Texas minus 15, 49 your total. Sarkeesian doing a nice job, doesn't want to mess up here. It's a Baylor team under Aranda that you know will play hard, but, boy, they just don't have the offense. No. Uh, I, I I think the spread's probably right. What did you lay? Did you, <laughs> did you lay 12? What did no, you I didn't. At? No, okay. no, I didn't bet the game uh, this week. I bet the game in uh, May. Okay. Six. Texas minus six. Yeah. You should so, be arrested, Powers. Uh, <laughs> I would still lay 15. I, I'm i telling you, I don't see it offensively for Baylor. Yeah, They're so anemic. Yeah, and I think Texas, good. obviously, sleepy performance last week. Woke up in the fourth quarter. I think there'll be four quarters of woke up here. I think it's a blowout. Uh, Western Kentucky, they got just dominated at Ohio State. Austin Reed, though, is a pretty solid quarterback, but he got shut down. Meanwhile, Troy... Losing to James Madison—that's that—that's a tough one to swallow. But they stay at home. They were—they were under field goal. Now they're over a field goal. I laid the three because I heard you say take a shot on Troy if you can get it less than a field goal. I like Troy here. And that's a game I just released today to clients. Uh, I like it even over a field goal. I think Western Kentucky. Go look at their stats, even against the FCS team. It was a very misleading win against South Florida. Uh, I think they're kind of a fraudulent team. Uh, I, I like Troy and back back against the wall. They need this win badly. Buffalo, Maurice Linguist, third year. UL Lafayette, Raging Cajuns, minus 10. The Cajuns are at home under uh, DeSormo, who's in his second year, of course, when Napier took the Florida job. Uh, What's your take with both these two teams? I think Buffalo's horrific. Uh, I like Louisiana here. Again, a couple of fraudulent finals that have given us some value here, including Louisiana last week, 41-3. to Like five minutes left in the game, it's all 41-23. They still easily covered. Uh, they they switched up quarterbacks. They're, oh, Louisiana's quarterbacks hurt. Uh, you got downgrade Louisiana. That's not the case. They were looking to move off of him anyway. So, so is uh, Fields starting now? No, it's not Fields. It's the, Chris? The, Zeon Chris? Yep, Zeon Chris, who's more talented than those guys. So I think that that's where the hidden value is in this game. There you go. All right. So that's sometimes you got to know the depth I say that, and he'll go and throw four picks, and they'll get beat. <laughs> well, he's probably going to use the legs a little bit too. Uh, Texas A&M, they're at home against Auburn. What about Hugh Freeze going into College Station? The line on this game, Aggies minus 8.5, 51.5. And, and, and Jimbo Fisher better win all his home games big time. <laughs> well, yeah, it would help. Uh, 
I think Auburn's a fraud. Should have lost to Cal a couple weeks ago. I laid it with A and M. All right, so we're gonna and, and what did you lay with A and M? I'm gonna have three thousand dollars in fines right. here. Okay. Six, yeah, six. six. Okay, it's eight and a half right now. Still value at eight. I'd still lean that way. Okay. One of the one of the guys I trust the most in the space laid seven and a half. All right. Today. There you go. That's uh, that's. I just want to see if there's value when it gets above a key number like seven. Yep. yep. If I still think it's that, there. I think this is at least a ten point win for A and M. Okay. Eastern Michigan, Jacksonville State, Rich Rod's boys. Minus six at home against Eastern Mish. Chris Creighton, we know he plays the big boys tough. Struggles against you know some of the uh, teams around you know conference wise group of five teams. What about it? Rich Rod get the win, win and the cover. Uh, I think Eastern Michigan's a terrible football team this year. Almost lost to Howard. Lost the stats. Should have lost. Uh, Should have not covered against Minnesota. I bet him against Minnesota. Minnesota should have won that game by four touchdowns. And then last week. Plus was three was that turn- the one they ended the game on the one-yard line? Yeah, but th- there was multitude of those types of games where they had to settle for field goals, and Minnesota did in that game. Uh, and then last week, Eastern Michigan, KT, is plus three in turnovers against UMass and still only win by two and don't cover a point spread. B- bottom 10 team, maybe bottom five team. Jacksonville State off a of bye, favorite play of the week. Boom. Jacksonville State, favorite play of the week. Favorite play of the week. There you go. I love it. New Mexico State, Hawaii. Hawaii minus three fifty seven and a half. Timmy Chang and the guys, uh, I, I, you know, you go to Oregon, you can expect that you're going to get thumped by that offense there at Autzen Stadium. I think Hawaii wins this game. What about it? I do too. Uh, they played the tougher schedule. New Mexico State's off at the you know third straight road game, long travel, off a rivalry win, feeling happy and good about themselves. Hawaii for me. That impressed you though, did it not? Uh, New oh, Mexico State yeah, Jerry Kill yeah. getting into kudos. Yeah, I bet was, over the win. Uh, that was a good one for the old win total because I bet New Mexico under and New Mexico State over. So right, that was so a good swing. There for you me. go. All right, uh, Liberty FIU Liberty minus ten fifty four is uh, Florida International better than we think? Wow, oh, man! Somehow, some way, they find a way to win games. Phony four and eight team last year already got three wins this year. But past the win total already, you could have bet over two and a half. Uh, certainly better. Do I want them to cover? You here? like Jamie Chadwell a lot, don't you? Yeah, he's doing a good job because I thought there was a chance that they would struggle this year, Liberty, and I'm not seeing it right now. They're actually getting better by the week. So uh, I didn't bet the game, so I'll put it that way. And it's not the most difficult schedule. Bowling Green, New Mexico State at home at Buffalo, now at FIU, and then they'll get Sam Houston and Jacksonville. It's the easiest schedule in college football. They'll be favored in every game but one against Western Kentucky. Wow. Yeah, they've they uh, don't play a single power five nicely. team. Jamie Chadwell, uh, he yeah. wasn't there when the schedule was made, I'm sure, but he looks pretty good now. Watching sure Coastal does. get crushed at home, yeah, no doubt about it. All right, so uh, you like Liberty in the, or, or no? I passed. You passed. Oh, minus ten. Liberty Center minus ten. Fifty four is the total. All right, take a break. Come back. We've got Charlotte, Florida. We'll pick it up there, and uh, you know we've got a bunch of games we're going to go back on. So we've got about seven, eight more games that we're going to go through, and then we've got ten or eleven that we're going to delve into a little bit more. And then we'll touch on those NFL games before we get out of here. But we're keeping an eye on that Giants and Niners game. It is 17-12. to 12. The Niners are leading 5-0-2 to go in the third quarter from Santa Clara. And right now the Niners have his first and goal on the Giants 7 on a 68-yard drive. So we'll keep an eye on that. SportsX Radio 101.5 FMK Dawn streaming live on that Odyssey app. Brad Powers in studio. Uh, folks, you missed any part of the show. The uh, Rewind is... Uh, where you want to go as far as Odyssey, or you can go at Ken Thompson 87 at SportsX Radio, and you can 
Go right there. It'll be pinned at both those about 45 minutes after the broadcast. Mark Hoke, I was waiting for him. Uh, he's waiting for me to go to commercial, and all of a sudden, my brain went numb while I'm trying to uh, watch all these different things. So live from Vegas, we'll be right back. Keep things rolling. Hour number two. Best albums of all time. I mean, if you're a Fleetwood Mac fan, Rumors, Outstanding, The Chain, one of my favorite songs as well. Mark Hook's been in the hits on a throwback Thursday. Niners settle for a field goal, 20-12. to 12, They lead the Giants, 4.08 to go. Niners kicking off to the Giants, 4.08 to go in the third quarter. They're in Santa Clara. Ken Thompson, Brad Powers running through the college football games and uh, save some time to get to some of the games and delve into them. But we're going to finish up the schedule as far as the games that we uh, are going to breeze through here. And uh, let me just bring up the current lines here using the Westgate Superbook lines and uh, picking it up with Charlotte uh, will be the next game on the docket here. Charlotte against Florida in the Swamp. And what an effort by Florida. You and I were on that. Uh, Tennessee just can't win there. They've dropped 10 straight now, 16 of 18. Uh, It's been years since they've won there, but they got uh, beat pretty good. And Florida may be better than we thought. Billy Napier's team struggled at Utah and uh, I guess – because Utah had the backup quarterback, we're thinking, ah, Florida are not going to be that good. But who knows? They may be a player after all. Uh, you know, I can't just judge it from the Tennessee game, Brad. But what did you take away from Florida beating Tennessee? Did you uh, Naturally, you downgrade Tennessee. They had trouble moving the ball. Uh, not the same offense that we saw last year with Hooker running the show. But, uh, you know, I was impressed that Florida, you know, got the lead up like they did. And they kind of cruised. And Mertz played a good game. Yeah, well said. Uh, very important win for Billy Napier. Needed a win like that to to keep the coolest seat a little bit. Only in year two, uh, it was good for recruiting. Uh, Mertz got banged up late in that game. That would be the worry. They didn't even try to throw one in the second half. Got very conservative. Uh, that'd be something to keep an eye on here. I'm not sure they got to get. Is two. it Max Brown that'll go or Miller? Miller, yep, Miller. Uh, I just I think the game plan's simple. Just you run your two headed monster at running back. You play physical. I like Florida's defense quite a bit. It's a big number, but I would lay it. All right. Uh it says lay the twenty eight with Florida. Forty eight and a half is your total. Appalachian State is uh let's go next one up. Appalachian State there, the boys from Boone, they're in Laramie. Wow, that is a long jaunt there for Sean Clark in his fourth year there with App State. Taking on Craig Bowl in his 10th year, coming over from North Dakota State, doing a nice job there with the Pokes. Always a, f- a physical team and good, solid defense with Wyoming. They're fun to watch. Uh, you know, at times they've had better running games in years past, but, uh, you know, not the same offense, but found a way to come back in that opener against Texas Tech. What's your take here? They And they showed well. They got the cover there in Austin. Yeah. So, I mean, you with know. Peasley out. Yeah. Uh, although he's not worth much to a point spread. Uh Man, my number's like App State here. I know it's a horrific travel spot, very unique, but uh, I just think App State's clearly the superior team. I think this App State team's a little undervalued in the marketplace. I mean, they almost beat North Carolina. North Carolina's look good against South Carolina and Minnesota, so I like App State here. Wyoming minus three, 43 the total. I like Middle Tennessee State minus three, uh, 51. It was lower than that. Uh, only reason is the spot here. Colorado State coming off a very emotional game, and, of course, the way that – you know, you had the player uh, that puts Hunter out with a little bit of a late hit there. And uh, Hunter, of course, uh, the best player and two-way player there for Colorado, best athlete. 
And so they lose him. And then the kid and his mom, I mean, his mom's address, his uh, dorm address, their phone numbers put up on the Internet, death threats uh, out there. And Deion Sanders had enough and said, hey, this needs to stop. This, there's no reason it's a game of football. And the kid may have uh, made a mistake and maybe, you know, got to the dance a little bit late as far as the hit and took out one of our players. But Hunter showed me something. He just said, look, it's, it's football. Things like this happen. Yeah. Uh, it still was kind of – it was a dirty hit. Well, let's just be honest there. But obviously, we see we see that a lot, folks. I mean, it's not – just a game. Uh, very emotional game. You, I think you hit the handicap here. I don't know how Colorado State gets back up across the country. Middle Tennessee for me. Yeah, Middle Tennessee is now minus three. Sam Houston State at Houston. And Dana Holgerson, you think he's done after this year yeah, over there at Houston? Uh, Remember, they fired Major Applewhite, and the AD said – because we're not, we're Houston. We're not a, about being eight and four here. There you go. Well, they're uh, taking on Sam Houston State. How about four and eight? They they <laughs> lose to Sam Houston State. He may, he may be done here. Yes. And Casey Keeler is pretty good coach there with those Bearcats. You know this game means a lot to Sam Houston State. I mean, Houston it means surviving probably, like I said, for Holgerson. But uh, Sam Houston State. Plus 12, 38 in other offenses. Uh, oh nothing to write Where's home about. Where's the offense in college it? football? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Can't the defense the not bad. Can't bet the game. All right. Uh, UNLV at UTEP. This is a tough spot for the Rebs coming off the come-from-behind win. That was Huge uh, win. That was a big win for KT. That was a big win for KT uh, against Brad against Brad Powers right here in studio. That's that's all. That's I don't care. That's all that really mattered. No, but they look, they lost Brumfield, and you know what? I'll tell you what, this kid, Maeva, played a, a good, solid game. I hope he can parlay it into a couple good starts here until Brumfield comes back. But uh, you know what? We'll wait and see how things pan out. UNLV is a two-point road favorite, 50 the total. I couldn't lay it. I could only look at the home team, but I, I'll, I'll root for the Rebels. I bet the, the home team here. Give me the home dog outright. There you go. You Would you get three? Three and a half. <laughs> I was going to six. <laughs> It's All right, a good Kent, week. It should be Kent, a good week. We'll see. Kent State at Fresno State. Fresno State, of course, shutting out Arizona State and Tempe. Uh, now the Bulldogs laying 27.5, 48.5 the total. Kent State playing with a little bit of heart yeah. uh, against Central Connecticut State. And, you know, with More Arkansas. More than hard and, they covered. I, yeah. I gave that out. People are probably like, what? You're laying 21 points with Kent State's offense? It's 38 nothing. Yep. What about a Kent State at Fresno? I like Fresno? Kent State here. Yeah, Fresno State off a big win. Uh, f- kind of phony when you're plus eight in turnovers. They had to kept settling for field goals. I didn't like their red zone offense. Didn't like what they did as a big favorite against Eastern Washington two weeks ago. Kent State's better than expected. Everyone remembers the 56-6 to loss against UCF. Right. They crossed midfield like six times in that game, so they moved it better than expected in that one. Played Arkansas tough, easily covered yep. that one. Kent State for me. Kenny Burns' first year starting to uh, get a little traction with the golden flashes, and they're playing with heart. That's what you look at. Is a team. They got some transfers that people didn't account for. Right, and you talked about it last year with Hawaii. They got their doors blown off yeah. you know, their first three games, and then Timmy Chang just kind of kept those guys together, and they played with heart. They played together, yep. and that's what you're looking for. You know, There's going to be good teams and bad teams, but the teams that play with heart are probably going to steal a game or two somewhere along the line. I don't know if they steal a game. Let's just well, hope they lose by 21. All right, well, let's, uh, let's drop on back now to some of these games. Uh, Army is a, is a game at the top of the board. There they're, you go. they're at Syracuse. I just wanted to get your take because, you know, Dino Babers has the Q off to a nice little start there. Uh, they got the win at Purdue, 
And, uh, of course, they, they blew out Colgate and Western Michigan. No big deal there at home. But the win at Purdue got them to 3-0. and And then you get Army comes off the win at uh, UTSA, again, without Harris there at quarterback for the Roadrunners. But Syracuse is minus 13, 49 and a half from the Carrier Dome. Bryson Daly, good solid quarterback for Army. I mean, if I told you the kid's thrown for 447 after three games and four touchdowns uh-huh. already, he's already rushed for 228 and three touchdowns. He is the offense. They have Hayden Reed's got 153 yards rushing, but that's it. I mean, and then Isaiah Alston has uh, eight receptions, 225 and two touchdowns. They're uh, plus six in the sack department, too, Army is. The Cuse, Garrett Schrader. He's rushed for 266 and five touchdowns, thrown for 727 and five touchdowns, a couple picks there. Uh, LaQuint Allen has five TDs on the ground, and then you've got Brown and Hatcher have 394 and two touchdowns via the airways, and Jones and Alford, pretty good as well, have three touchdowns combined. So uh, the Cuse off to that 3-0 start. They're uh, plus four in that turnover department, which you say is lucky sometimes, but the Cuse minus 13, 49 and a half. So this is in the weeds a little bit. Rocky Long is the defensive coordinator for Syracuse. Uh, has familiarity defending the option, even though Army's not running true option. But still, you know, from his 20-year career at New Mexico, San Diego State, and whatnot, uh, you know, played Air Force quite a bit. So uh, I like that regard. I like both teams, what I've seen so far. Uh, I just like Syracuse a little bit more. This is a damn good team. Uh, Schrader running around. He ran for almost 200 last week against Purdue. I, I lean Syracuse here. West Virginia and Pitt, man, I'm telling you, you should have got paid to watch that game. I mean, that's how bad the offense was in that football game. But you know what? West Virginia will take it. Neil Brown, he'll take any wins he can get. He's at home again against Texas Tech. Tyler Shucks moved the ball. There's no question they should have beaten Wyoming and Oregon. And then they blew out Tarleton State. So I think Joey McGuire will have these guys ready. Texas Tech right now is a six-point favorite. 55 is the total. I know it's Morgantown, but I think... Texas Tech's going to go in and win the game by at least a touchdown. Uh, I just feel like they're going to be able to move. Now, Garrett Green is out, too, quarterback for West Virginia. Hasn't been offic- that's official? I saw it said out with a foot injury. Okay. Okay, so, again, so Brad says it wasn't official. Uh, the last I saw, it said out foot injury. Okay. So, I mean. I'm going to look into that. Yeah, I'm please. hoping he gets ruled in and the line comes down because then we go back and bet more on Texas Tech. Uh, I love Texas. Yeah, Tech in this Nico game. Uh, Marshall came in and uh, was six of nine for. Hey, but he yards can't run like Green. So right. this is Texas Tech's game. I and, think. And Donaldson's not Tech. a bad running back, but he hasn't done much. I mean, like I said, they struggled last week against Pitt. Narduzzi usually has a good defense, but I just think Texas Tech is looking, going, "Gosh, we should be three and zero. We're one and two. Let's take care of business at West Virginia. Then we get Houston at home. We go to Baylor. I mean, they can win these three these next three games before they get K State at home, and that'll be a big game." I so totally we'll agree. Texas right. Tech, bet it in pocket. It's uh, on the board as far as What'd getting released tomorrow. What'd you lay? Four? What'd you lay? Two? Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. Uh, I still like it, though. I mean, right. this is. Under a touchdown, right? Under a touchdown under is good. Under a touchdown. Yes. I agree with you. All right. Virginia. Uh, let me see. Uh, Florida State at Clemson. This is probably one that. I'm on. I'm on an island by myself. Oh no! Yeah, I'm the only one that's got Clemson. I'm sure. Oh, I like Clemson. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh gosh, that's awesome. That makes me feel good. I had no idea who you liked in this game, and I took Clemson. That was my first play that I grabbed, and uh, actually San Jose State and Clemson. Those What'd were the you first get? two. What number? Two and a half. Two and a half. What did you get? You don't want to know. Oh no, I do. Yeah. I oh. I need to know. Was it? Well, I bet wait. it last week. Okay. Three and a half. Three and a half. Clemson. Three and and I went on a show and said, "You bet this," and no one did. And I woke up the next day, and it was still there. I'm like, all right, I'll bet it. You guys didn't? Whatever. All right. that's See, you were prognosticating. 
if Florida State blows out BC, then Probably the line three and a half, right? Yeah. Right, three and a half. But you anticipated BC hanging in there. I did. I gave up BC last go. week. So that's yeah, it. So I, you're uh, playing two weeks ahead. That's it. It's, uh, it's like playing a guy that's playing. I'll give you some of those. You're, you you're playing get chess ahead? against a guy that's playing five games while he's paying attention to your you one game. You want Duke against Notre Dame next week, especially if Notre Dame exceeds expectations and beats Ohio State. So there's a game for you. Wow. Duke okay. at home against Notre Dame. All right. That's good stuff. I like it. All right. But you make me feel good, though, as far as uh, that you're on Clemson. I think Klubnik's going to have his biggest game as a Clemson Tiger. I'm worried that Jordan Travis banged up a little bit. I know he finished the game. How much is he in the quarterback run game? I don't like Florida State's back end in the defense. How about Trey Benson? 12 carries, 38 yards. That was yeah, pathetic. Couldn't run the They're running game. I mean, they could not run on BC. That's, that's, a, that's a little scary there. Very much so. All now, right. a unique game. Weather is supposed to play a factor. They're get up 31-10, probably take the foot off the gas pedal. But the fact is, BC didn't play some miraculous game where they're plus four in turnovers and play like the game of their life. BC was sloppy. 18 uh, penalties. BC easily could have won that game. Duke at UConn. Speaking of Duke, Riley Leonard, man. I love that guy. Yeah, they beat Clemson, Lafayette, and Northwestern. They buried Northwestern last week, and I had him. I laid the 17. There you go. Another uh, one over me. UConn, uh, Roberson, again, backup quarterback. This is the, He came over from where? Roberson came from Penn State. Right, from Penn State. So that's that's a strike against him right there because he's, oh, uh, he's on Mark Hoke's squad right there. <laughs> Got to go against the hoaxer. No, I, I you know what, I, I don't want to lay 21-and-a-half, 44-and-a-half is the total, but uh, I think Duke wins the game probably by 14-17. to 17. So here's something. Go ahead. This is some actionable info, not only for this game, but for moving because forward. Because the Notre Dame game, right? Uh, well, yeah, there's that. So you look, do you look at UConn here and then – Duke next week? It's actually weather-related. Okay. So this totals down a lot. Same thing happened in BC game last week, even though the game went over. Suppressed scoring, and we don't see it reflected on the side. Total gets bet down, 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 down. You got a big favorite. You also got to bring the point spread down if there's going to be suppressed scoring. Who's doing a majority of the scoring? The big favorite. So this is an instance here where, yeah, I was not looking to bet Connecticut, but if it's going to be bad weather, give me the 21 and a half. All right, there it is. Brad Powers. Breaking it down for you, folks. You get this great information right here on Thursday nights. One more we'll duck in here. Uh, we got time. Yeah, let's duck in Rutgers at the big house. Michigan, McCarthy, three interceptions. Hey, look, Blake Corum's going to run the ball 100 times. Uh, Harbaugh's back for this one. It's the Big Ten yep. opener. Rutgers catching 24-44. Looks tempting. They beat up on Virginia Tech. I had Rutgers last week. Uh, you like Michigan big 40 by 40. No, I don't. Because Michigan didn't get that many plays off last week. I, again, I know, you know, they, they were comfortable. They weren't, they weren't worried about Bowling Green, your alma mater. But three interceptions, I, I didn't see the picks. Were they legit? They were bad. Bad, like he was forcing the issue. Wow. Uh, I'll say, just the, I think you hit the nail on the head. Both teams are bottom 10 in the country in plays per minute. There's just not going to be enough possessions here unless Michigan's plus three in turnovers. They cover. Yeah. And I think Rutgers is legit. They haven't played the toughest schedule, but they've played three legit teams Northwestern, Temple, Virginia Tech. Not good teams, but they're not playing FCS teams and MAC teams. So a chance we look at our early fourth quarter, Rutgers has a chance to stun everybody. And if you don't believe me, look at the three matchups between Shiano and Harbaugh. Two of them were one possession games. And last year, you'd think, oh, 35-point win. Rutgers is winning late second quarter. In that Kid Mananji is a heck of a running back. Mananji, Kyle Mananji, Mananji, Mananji 357 yep. and five touchdowns. Wimsat, nobody looking over his shoulders. He, he's the only one that's he quarterback. 
If they don't he... cover, it'll be because he threw three picks. He scares me, KT. All right. But uh, I like Rutgers. Gave out Rutgers. Bet Rutgers. Love Rutgers. This kid, uh, Tyreen Powell, heck yep. of a linebacker, junior linebacker. 29 tackles already. Yep. Deion Jennings as well, senior linebacker. Uh, Pop the, on the tape. You can see this is now year four for Chiano. You can see the uptick in recruiting across the board on this roster, especially on defense. Michigan, do they are they missing a tight end? Because they always have a good tight end. Uh, I they know Cornelius one. Johnson Colson and Roman Loveland. Wilson. He's a okay. sophomore. He's good. Be getting the uh, ball. I don't know. They just something's been missing with this Michigan offense. Just haven't looked right. Maybe with Harbaugh, Harbaugh yeah, back. With that, Harbaugh back. Yeah, we'll 45 nothing now, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it pans out. We'll come back. We'll pick it up. We've got uh, several more college games to get into, and then we'll uh, breeze through some of the NFL games as well as we wrap things up on a throwback Thursday. Remember the Mark Hoke Show, the best in professional wrestling, coming up Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And remember to use the Odyssey Rewind feature. Again, if you have that free app, it's great. You can go back. You can re- listen right to the shows. You don't even have to wait for KT to put the archives up, which is about 45 minutes after each SportsX Radio, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 101.5 FM K-Dawn, streaming live on the Odyssey app. We'll be right back to wrap things up on a Throwback Thursday. Only kiss at the turn of a mile My curiosity running wild Cruising and playing the radio with no particular place to go. Uh, no particular place to go. Ken Thompson and Brad Powers on a throwback Thursday. Mark Hoke's been in the hits as we wrap things up here, finishing up the college football games, updating the Niners after three. I mean, yardage-wise, they're just tattooing the Giants big time. But every time they get going, something happens to this kind of short-circuit of drive. Right now they have fourth and ten on the Giants' 18. A field goal put them up to where they're covering the 10.5-point number. It's 20-12 to 12 right now, 13.30 to go in the fourth quarter. Keep an eye there. Just update everything else going on, and uh, then we're going to zoom through these last 10 college football games and see if we can't duck in a couple more. By the way, Georgia State 27-17 over Coastal Carolina, and they just recovered an onside kick, so probably going to win that game at Coastal. Uh, baseball, Giants and Dodgers just underway. Pirates did beat the Cubs. Cubs have dropped 7 out of 8. And uh, are tied with the Marlins for that final spot. Philly held off the Mets 5-4. Uh, they're pretty good. They, they look like they're going to win that first wild card there in the National League. Detroit leads Oakland 4-0 after beating the Dodgers last night. Cleveland did beat the Orioles. That's why you didn't hear any magic music. Uh, Yankees beat Toronto. That's a tough blow there for uh, the Blue Jays and Tampa. Gains a game on Baltimore. They're not out of it yet. Those Rays, they just don't quit. They don't go away. Uh, let's get back to the college football and jump right into it. We got UCLA and they are playing Utah Rice Eccles, Utah six point favorite 52 and a half is Cam rising playing in this one. He is going to play. We'll see how rusty he is, but, uh, it's more of a play against UCLA for me. Uh, Dante Moore's look good, but he hasn't played anybody yet. And he's never been in an atmosphere like he'll see on Saturday afternoon. So Utah for me, uh, Johnson and Barnes platoon. I mean, Johnson got most of the play. Jackson and Glover, pretty solid. Uh, you know, Cole Bishop, I love that kid. I met him at Media Day. Yeah, One point. of the really solid safety there for Utah. But I like some of the guys on UCLA's defense. That kid Latu, solid. Muasso, yep. um, and then you got the Murphy twins. I mean, there's some players to like over there if Dante Moore can stand up. But if he, if he doesn't, if he struggles, you got Garbers and you got Schley, right? Yep. So you got depth yeah, there at quarterback you got there. You got, you got depth at running back, Harden. And, and Steele, uh, Carson yeah, Steele. Steel. Yeah. You got J. Michael Sturdivant from Cal looking yep. good at wide receiver. 
Good-looking team. You got Chip Kelly dialing them up from the T-formation touchdowns. They haven't played anybody. They played this Coastal team. They struggled, beat up San Diego State and NC Central. So, yeah, it's going to be yeah. a, a step up in class, as Chuck Edel would say. At least. And you got to give Utah winning against Florida and Baylor with backup quarterbacks is pretty impressive. Yep. No doubt about it. At Rice Eccles, an advantage there, but going to Waco, and we didn't know, especially Baylor coming off the loss at home to Texas State, so you knew they'd be ready for that game. All right, Colorado off the win in double OT uh, against Colorado State. Crazy game, but of course they lost uh, Hunter, Travis Hunter. He is out for several weeks with the lacerated liver. I mean, real tough uh, to watch that hit that he took. Shador Sanders, look, he's solid as far as an athlete, but look, he's been sacked 16 times already this year. That is major. I mean, and Oregon at Autzen Stadium, they just turn it up a notch. Bo Nix is playing outstanding football, almost 900 yards passing, uh, eight touchdowns, no interceptions, Irving and James and Whittington. I mean, plenty of Plenty to like in the backfield. Franklin, Bryant Jr. coming over from SC, Tez Johnson. They've got playmakers. Talk to me. Can Colorado hang in here? Because I think uh, I'm not going to play the game, but I would only bet Oregon. I know it's a lot of points, but I just feel like Colorado's in trouble. Yeah, I like Oregon. Uh, I like them big. What did you What did you lay? Give me the good number. Give me the great number. 12. I got to uh, 13 and a half last wow. week. Look ahead uh, lines. I, I can't believe they're putting look ahead lines up in college football like they do the NFL. Thirteen and a half. Wow. Uh, and then nineteen on Sunday. Uh, somebody open twenty one. Somebody by Colorado. I'm like, no, that's wrong. I would still lay twenty one. I think it's a blowout. I, I'm not sure how Colorado gets up four straight weeks. Travis Hunter's worth something to the point spread. Maybe two points. I've heard. I at least a, a point. So Oregon for me. Okay, Oregon minus twenty one seventy and a half. Then we've got uh, Washington State at Oregon State. And I told Coach Dickert when he came on the show, I told him both you teams will be 3-0 and when you meet you in go. this game. And I am right, as uh, I was one of the few that had Wazoo to knock off Wisconsin for the second straight year. So uh, DJ Uyunglele, solid, good quarterback, making the transition there from Clemson. I don't know. This is going to be a you heck like of a Washington game. Washington State? No, I don't. I, I, I don't like the game. Uh, Oregon State? Their defense is solid. I like Martinez and Fenwick combination there running the ball. Uh, but I also like Cam Ward if he could take care of the ball. And, and I like Gould. They're going to have to run it better than they did, though. Uh, Nakia Watson having trouble running the football right now. So I, I, Oregon State, probably the better team. That's why they're favored on the road. But it's still the Palouse. 58 the total. I'd look at the under. There you go. Uh, there's been some money on the over. I, I like Oregon State here. More complete team both sides. I like the line of scrimmage advantage here. Uh, so Oregon State for me. All righty. Then you've got uh, SMU, TCU, uh, TCU minus 763. I'm just going to say that uh, TCU is going to get it done again, that Sonny Dyke's going to take care of business again. Uh, Chandler Morris is, is playing pretty well. I'm not sold on Preston Stone yet. Uh, your take on this on this game because I think TCU will cover the seven. I like SMU. Okay, uh, I so am that'll be on one. Pre- that'll be our game. All right. There you go. That'll There's be the game. game right there. Seven. That's that's the one that we got. I like then. Preston Stone. like this SMU team a lot. All right. Then we've got uh, Kansas State, uh, UCF. UCF's playing good, solid football, but they lost Plumlee, right? He's out. So McLean, quarterback in there. Uh, Will Howard will have to, you know, rebound. Will Howard from the might t- not play. Oh, in fact, you, inside info, he's wow. not going to play. If he's out, that's okay. So then I'm not, I would not touch this game then, uh, especially coming off the tough loss at Mizzou on the last play. Central Florida could go to 4-0 could uh let's go under uh with both backup quarterbacks that right now has kansas state that line three and a half kansas state 52 is your total brad power says play the under let's get to alabama and ole miss 
right now. That line, as I look at it, is uh, where are we on Alabama? It was a touchdown, right? With seven even, and then it got under a touchdown. Brad? Yep, money coming in on Ole Miss. Yeah, and I, I can't argue with it. I mean, I, although although they do have some deceiving finals, like you said, against Georgia Tech and and uh, gosh, that uh, what was the other game? Tulane. Yeah, where they scored yeah. the seventeen. Yeah, they against by backup 17. quarterback. Yeah, I, I uh, if Milrow quarterbacks, I, I think Bama's the right side there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch it. But I think Milrow, who was in the doghouse last week and did not play against South Florida, I mean, this is a game that Bama Saban wants. Not only does he want to beat Kiffin, he wants to beat him by double digits. So uh, I'd be Alabama or nobody for me. I think you hit the nail on the head on the handicap. Misleading finals for Ole Miss back to back weeks. Milrow does make a difference for Alabama. So roll tide for me. And Brad, what uh, six and a half is what I'm seeing? Fifty six. The total yeah, it's there. it's in consideration for a play for me. All right, uh, Arkansas LSU real quick. Uh, LSU favored big by seventeen and a half against Arkansas. Still no uh, Rocket Sanders. I'm telling you what, LSU's gonna. I, I think LSU's gonna win the West. They're gonna there win. Go. They're gonna win at Alabama later on. Will in the they year. cover this game? I'm gonna take Arkansas plus seventeen and a half. All right, uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State. This is uh, a big game for Brad Powers. I, I, I did hear you talk about this game, so I'm not going to act like I don't know who you're on. This is a big play for you against your favorite team, Notre Dame. Therefore, I'm going to take the Irish because when Brad Powers goes against his favorite team, they burn him sometimes. And I know you're yeah. looking at Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers to uh, slow down uh, your quarterback, Mr. Hartman, but I think Sam's going to be up to the bill, and I think, Estimi, your uh, running back's going to have a big game and Notre Dame's going to win the game. Yeah, I mean, I see the Notre Dame side of the handicap. Got the better quarterback. You're at home, uh, and you got to like what you see from a consistency aspect. But I just think uh, Ohio State's defense is better than, than people are giving them credit for. I think Notre Dame's line of scrimmage, uh, people are perceiving them to have the edge. I think it's opposite. Ohio State has the edge as a line of scrimmage. So because of that, I'm laying it with the Buckeyes. Penn State minus 15. I can only look there. I'm not sold on Iowa, and, and McNamara is not doing much at all. I mean, 53.5% completion ratio. He looks like uh, he's stuck in the mud. Uh, I know he's banged up as well. Wow. Uh, boy, I, I'm not I'm not sold on Penn State yet, but I think they win this game and and probably cover it. Agree. You hit the nail. I mean, McNamara is not healthy at all. I don't see how they score more than 14 points. In fact, I'd be probably surprised even if they scored that. KT. All right, real quick, we got a couple minutes. Uh, what about the Raiders on Sunday Night Football? Uh, what's it at now? Minus, it's been bouncing. Minus, Raiders are minus two and a half and minus one twenty. Forty. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for a three and bet the Steelers. Bad spot for the Steelers, but uh, I'll take three. What about Hoax Eagles? They're at the Bucks. Both. I like the Bucks outright, but I'm hearing weather might be an issue. All right, say that again. You like the Bucks outright? Outright. There you go, Hoaxer. Put your ears on. Where are you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, the, the hoaxer was not. The Eagles uh, are a fraudulent football team. Yeah, first they, two weeks, very fortunate to be two and zero. No doubt about two it. Two and no one question. after Monday night. Yeah, major loss for uh, Dallas with Diggs, but they shouldn't have a problem with the Cardinals. Falcons and Lions. Lions are all beat up, but they're minus three against Atlanta. I still think they find a way to win Detroit. I kind of lean Atlanta. All right, uh, Dolphins. I'll say the Dolphins cover the six and a half against the Broncos at home. No, I'm waiting for seven. I want to play Denver. I'll give you six and a half. All right, head-to-head. Right, head. There you go. We'll go head-to-head. And Minnesota getting a little money now. Vikings minus one against the Chargers. Look, Chargers, Austin Eckler's a valuable piece. I'm just saying. I mean, they look at the receivers and think about, you know, Keenan Allen got to be okay. And I'm just saying, without Austin Eckler, Chargers are a different offense. Yeah. Uh, 
tough game. Both teams. Both teams are on the line. Yeah, no doubt. I wanted to. It's a shame both are playing one another. I would have played on them. At Brad Power 7, get his plays. Till tomorrow, Friday football fiasco. You know the rules. No drinking and driving, no texting and driving. Most of all, God bless our troops. God bless you. Live from Vegas Sports X Radio, 101.5 FM, K Dawn, streaming live on the Odyssey app. Archives up in a little bit, folks. God bless. Have a great evening. Good night, everybody.